0: Hello again, everyone. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, where we take just a few minutes together and we share a cup of tea. And Hopefully, I can give some encouraging words as we look at different scriptures and devotional thoughts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Oolong Tea. Oolong Tea represents only 2% of the world's tea, but it's well worth discovering. It is made from the leaves of the Camellia sinensis plant. And it combines the qualities of dark and green teas, giving it several interesting health benefits. For example, it may boost metabolism and reduce stress, helping you to feel great each day. So sit back with your cup of tea and relax for these few minutes together as we listen to where this week's podcast will take us. Good morning. Warm teacup, welcome to all those who are joining with us today for tea time with Tommy. I hope that uh, you are cozied up with a nice cup of tea as we look into God's Word. At at, I tell you something I'm really excited about today. Uh, just a few, uh, we're just a few weeks removed from celebrating the resurrection on Easter Sunday, uh, and and. As I've continued to go through um, some devotionals uh, through this Easter season, uh, I just kept coming back to one that, that I had gone through, and I just wanted to share uh, a little bit of, of, of what it meant to me uh, and bring out some highlights of something that we don't think about, perhaps, as much as we should in celebrating Easter. Obviously, we look at the cross and we look at the resurrection, But there's something, there's an event that can sometimes be lost in between the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And that is our Lord's burial. What spiritual significance uh, for us as Christians does God's burial have? It's so significant because it was so seemingly unfit for a crucified man. Now, uh, when someone was crucified, uh, they were they were buried but but they were piled together in a pauper's grave it, it was just a common grave with with multiple uh bodies that were tossed in uh, even if a family member would happen to claim the body of, of someone who'd been crucified um, they they weren't put in the family plot uh, so to speak Deuteronomy uh, 20 uh, 21 verse 23. Uh, reminds us uh, in talking about the execution of folks that for anyone hung on a tree is under God's curse. Uh, and, and so that cursed man w- would not even be buried uh, with bodies of, of righteous. And, and so the fact that Jesus's body uh, was unceremoniously, it could have been unceremoniously dumped uh, in with the bodies uh of others, no, but it was hung on a tree in the midst of two thieves. Uh, but what happened after that uh, to me is extremely significant. And and looking over one of the my devotions through the Easter week, I, I just wanted to highlight some of it. We're going to be looking in John chapter nineteen, uh, and I'm going to read several verses for you. Um, but it tells us of of of, of exactly what happened, uh, and and in reality. What Jesus' body experienced was a burial fit for the righteous king of Israel. And two very important figures in Jewish religious leadership were involved. One that we, we talk a lot about in, in reference to when we do talk about the burial of Christ, but, but another one who's extremely in, as important, but we tend to focus on what he did earlier. Uh, but I'm going to look at, at these two passages and look at these two men just briefly to give us some encouragement. Again, I know we're we're past Easter, but uh, uh, how can we not continue? Uh, as I think I said, Easter Sunday morning, every Sunday is the celebration of Christ's resurrection. So looking at Joseph of Arimathea, who was a rich man, who was good and righteous and, and very respected member of the Sanhedrin, but he was also one who was looking uh, for the kingdom of God. And then also we have uh, Nicodemus, the Pharisee who had already come to Jesus by night and, and spoken with him. And, and we see that these two men were vital uh, as we look at the burial of Christ our Lord. I'm going to read in John chapter 19. I'm going to read verses 38 through 42. John chapter 19, beginning in verse 38. After this, Joseph of Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly, because of his fears of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might remove Jesus' body. Pilate gave him permission, and so he came and took his body away. Nicodemus, who had previously come to him in the night, also came, bringing a mixture of about 75 pounds of myrrh and aloes. And then they took Jesus' body, wrapped it in linen cloths, with the aromatic spices according to the burial custom of the Jews. There was a garden in the place where he was crucified, and a new tomb was in that garden. No one had yet been placed in it. And they placed Jesus there because of the Jewish preparation and the tomb being nearby. Now, I want us to just look at at what the death of Christ did for these two Jewish leaders. It, it, it seemingly brought them out of the shadows and into the light uh, because they laid claim. They, they wanted to show their care, uh, their, uh, their love for the body of Jesus. And, and so they made that uh, courageous public declaration of their faith in Jesus Christ as their Lord and their King, and, and they buried Jesus Um, As believing Jewish leaders, uh, they buried him with all of the honors that were befitting of that righteous Israelite uh, that Christ was. And and in that burial, they testified uh, to all of Israel that they need to regard Jesus as not that accursed criminal who was hung on a tree, but as the Messiah, as their king. Again, uh, Joseph of Arimathea, who, who was looking for that kingdom of God... Nicodemus who came to Christ and and asked how is it that I can be born again they were recognizing exactly who Jesus was and they were recognizing that he was fitting to have the burial of that righteous king of Israel Another huge significance that um, I, I just I don't want don't want it to be lost on us uh, is mentioned there in that, uh, last verse, verse forty, verse 42, they placed Jesus there because of the Jewish preparation. They were preparing for the Sabbath. How significant is this? I want you to think about it just for a minute. The last Old Testament Sabbath began with Jesus' body at rest in the tomb. Okay, now I want you to think back for a second. The very first Sabbath was inaugurated by God Himself when He rested from all of His work in creation. Okay, let that sink in. The last Old Testament Sabbath began with Jesus' body at rest in the tomb. And do you know why? Because He had completed, He had accomplished the work of redemption by taking our sins on him there on the cross, he had completed his work and now his body was at rest. Christ's death and resurrection, there was something vitally important in the midst of it. And it was that holy rest, that last Old Testament Sabbath, Christ's body at rest. And through Joseph of Arimathea and through the testimony of Nicodemus, we see how faithful Jewish leaders believed and declared that Jesus was and is today and forevermore the Christ. The Christ who came, lived a perfect, sinless life, died on the cross for our sins, was buried and laid in that tomb and rose again on the third day. He wasn't the king that they thought they were looking for. But truly, in his death, in his resurrection, and let us not forget, in his burial, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Thank you again for joining us on this week's podcast as we looked at the spiritual significance of God's burial, of the burial of Jesus Christ how exciting don't don't lose sight of that in the midst of celebrating the cross and certainly the resurrection but how important it was for our lord uh, to have a burial fit for a righteous king that he was i look forward to hosting you again next week on tea time with tommy and it's exciting to even think about where the scriptures the devotional thoughts might take us but until then may your cup overflow with his blessings